BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Elections in Taiwan, North Korea on the brink, Iran increasing its aggression. There's a lot of global instability just in time for primary season. Have you sheltered your savings from potential major setbacks to the economy? It's not too late to diversify an old IRA or 401k into gold, and the Birch Gold Group can help you with that. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold, and it doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket. Just text COAST to 989898 for a free info kit. Text COAST to 989898 today. Now, here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you. Will Hart, journalist, nature photographer, filmmaker, and noted author. He has a deep and abiding interest in natural and human history. His work has been published in Wild West, Sierra Heritage, Adventure West, Nexus, and New Dawn. And his articles have appeared in Every issue of Atlantis Rising for the past two years plus, and he has just signed the agreement to write a column for New Dawn as well. Will Hart back on Coast to Coast. Will, welcome back. Hey, George. How are you? I'm doing great. Hope you are, you too. Good. What's you new? good. Your voice sounds the same. You realize that our first conversation was 20 years ago. Yep. That's just when I started. Yeah, that's right. And that's when my first book got published. So uh, we're in tandem on that. The Genesis race, if I remember. That's right. And uh, it's amazing. The time has flown by, as they say. I mean, it's just, I was just realizing it yesterday. And I thought, my God, 20 years has gone by. I know. That's crazy, isn't Ooh. it? And it just seems well, like a lot, yesterday. A lot, has, a lot has transpired and we're in a different world. Would you agree? Yeah, we really are. There's no question about that. And, you know, I just saw a story today of an ex-Navy pilot talking about these UAPs flying all over the place. And he said, whatever they were, I couldn't catch them. They had maneuvers that I've never seen before on aircraft. That's right. What What and are you course, deduced by uh, that? Will? You know, the military has known that all along. Um, people on our side of the fence uh, who've been arguing that there's something real in our skies that is remains unknown. Well, they finally came up to the plate and said, okay, uh, we agree. We, we're, we stand convinced and corrected. It, it feels kind of good. 
to have been on the other side of because when I started this out back in the uh, late 1990s, writing about these things, uh, you were a nut, you were a nutcase, you know. If yeah. you talked about it, right? That's the way it used to be. And that's the way the media treated you. That's right, and uh, now we're in a whole new ball game. And I, I wonder, you know, people in in our age group, a little bit older, got brainwashed. I mean. Let's face it, unless you experienced it, which I'm going to talk a little bit about that tonight because I've never talked about it before, never written about it publicly, my own experience. But I had an experience, uh, an, an observation back in 69, and that got is what got me interested. Um, and I know Jacques Vallée, you know, the, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, very solid scientific researcher. That's what motivated him uh you know to to get into it and to stick with it because once you have that experience it's like i know what i saw right period i don't care what the government says i know what my eyes saw and what i experienced and uh, anybody that's had that and you know there's not that all percentage wise there's not that many people that have the experience, and it's odd that they seem to have more than one experience. Over and over again, don't they? It's very strange, isn't it? Yeah. It's almost like uh, they've been selected. They they may have been. They're it picked. seems like that. It seems like they pick uh, who they who they want to. This this could be rearranged. It could be part of you know our destiny or karma or whatever you want to call it. Um, and our genetics and the whole history that certain people uh, are just ready for it and other people aren't. And I don't see, I'll tell you, I really looked at this on, on all these different levels, you know, that I'm not so sure that people who haven't experienced it can ever really have the sense of what it is. It's just an idea to them, really. Mm-hmm. If you've experienced it, you know firsthand how strange it really is. Um, and it may be it may be that collectively, the majority really doesn't want to know. There's only a minority of people that uh, that have enough curiosity and enough sense of not being afraid of. of of the mystery of it, of the unknown, but wanting to know the truth. That's what motivated me. I don't, I don't use the word belief because it's a fact to me. And that's all I go by is facts and evidence. And I'll tell you though, back in that day, that's exactly the, the time that Eric Von Zonneken came out with his books. And I was studying the UFOs. I wanted to know what the heck I had seen. And then I started reading his books and I was thinking about it. And I got down to a very basic, practical thing. The pyramids and the other and, the, you know, the, the mysteries that are around the world, they're not traveling around at 10,000 miles an hour. They're fixed. They're in, in a place where I can, you know, touch them and see them and study them. So I decided to go into into that, and uh, only in the last book did I write 
about a hundred pages though on UFOs on what I thought were the most solid uh, classic cases. And they were classic, and they were classic cases too. There were good ones that you selected. They're very solid cases, uh, just very solid. So I wanted people, you know, to kind of introduce people that look. There's no, as far as I'm concerned, and this is just my point of view, I, I just blur the line between modern UFOs and ancient UFOs because it's all the same continuum to me. It didn't all start in the 1940s. It goes way back, as far back as we go. People have always been seeing these things and scratching their heads and, one, you know, just in awe. What, what is this? We still don't know. Um, well, will science ever get us the answers that we're looking for, Will? Well, that, that's a real question. Because uh, all along there's been this, this idea, which I don't quite accept, that science hasn't been involved. I know that science was involved. Not in the big way that it is right now. I mean, we're talking about, you know, the uh, head astronomer there at Harvard, you know, Avi Loeb. Avi Loeb I don't know if you've had right. him on or not, but... Yeah, he's been on the program. Okay, then you're well aware of what he's doing. And in NASA, they've got their own uh, project going on. Um, and we've got scientists already who've made studies, who've come out with their results. The prob Part of the problem I see with it is lots of people have studied this. Countless people really have studied this over the last 70 years. And the, the thing with science is they've got to have hard data. Well, how are they going to get it? All they can do is go back to previous cases. They're not going to, quickly you find out, well, we can't just go out and get the data because we have to stand there and look in the sky. And these things don't show up on time or when you want them to. They just come whenever they want to. And they don't stick around. So you can't take it to the lab. You can't reproduce results. What do you do as a scientist? I mean, I'm, I'm puzzled by, by that whole aspect of this. Um, and they want hard evidence. Yeah, they want hard evidence. Give, give me a UFO. You know, take me up in it and show, you know. Well, I'm sorry, but have you have you listened to the pilots? Have you watched any interviews with them? And you can just, you know, I mean, I was in the naval air, and I I know what pilots are like. And when when a pilot is just astonished by something, they communicate it. You can tell in the tone of their voice and everything that these guys experienced something that completely blew their minds. They were hoping they weren't Russian or Chinese. Exactly, because yeah, we'd be in big trouble. Yep, exactly. But they go so fast, uh, they can, you know, appear and disappear. You know, all the, the, the flight characteristics are unbelievable. They defy physics. And so we're talking about something that you have to raise, like uh, Jacques Vallée did years ago, that... They're probably interdimensional. They can come into this. That's why they can disappear and they can appear and then they can disappear. Uh, and pilots have seen it. 
you know, they've they've reported it. So the era of science, the other thing about science, I mean, we know is it moves very slowly. It's going to take them a long time to gather. And it's sort of like going back to square one. Lots of studies have been done. So they're going to collect what? New data or go through old cases, which has been done a lot. And do what exactly? I'm a little confused, to be honest. A lot of people are, Will, because, you know, it just, answers are close, but they're just not quite there yet. I don't, I don't know if we can, uh, we know, the, the problem, part of the problem I have is we don't control this. They do. So we may want something, right? But if they're the more intelligent than we are, which I'm assuming they are, from from what I conceive of what they've done yeah. on this planet, in this solar system, and so on, we're just, you know, I don't know what to call us, really. We're kind of like transceivers that, that did information, but we didn't create any of this. We know it. Somebody did. And they may not, they may be regulating how far we can go and at what pace we can do it, if that makes sense. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, 
sports, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Well, years ago, Will, we used to have scorched burn marks left on in fields and things like That's that. That's right. We don't have that anymore. In, in, no, and I think of, and I know you just had the folks on uh, the Phoenix Lights, those large, super large, huge, uh, triangular shaped. Uh, they're so different. To me, that marked, to me, it communicated there, there's a change going on. You know, a shift. They very blatantly were seen, you know, traveling about 400 miles, very slowly and very low to the ground. They wanted to be seen, but that was all. They just wanted to be seen. Yep. Like a display. Flying over the White House and the Capitol building in 52. Right, exactly. Exactly. That was similar. Um, and I've been trying to, I've been puzzling, and, and that was one I wish I would have put in, in my last book um, that I omitted, and I decided, you know, to do, and I'm in, I'm in Las Vegas, so I can get down to Arizona, and I wanted to go and kind of redo the whole thing. Yeah. You know, an investigation and, and see where we are with this now. And I just noticed that uh, last week, uh, one was reported and also photographed over San Antonio, Texas. It looked pretty much the same as, as the Phoenix lights. Large triangular shaped. Yeah, large. And obvious, I mean, if it's, it's hard to believe when people report that this object just completely blotted everything out of the sky. It was so big. And some people are estimating a mile long, you know, or wide. And that couldn't be kept anymore. It's it's very hard to conceive of what would they do? Where did, could it take off from? Where could they hide it? <laughs> you know, it just doesn't make any sense. I mean, it, the thing gets weirder and weirder. And I found the same thing with... Uh, a lot of the ancient sites, things get stranger the deeper you go. You know, it's sort of like the rabbit hole concept. You start, you go, and you keep going, and you realize, wait a minute, it just keeps going and going. And kind of, I'm talking about, like, I'm sure you're familiar with the Longview Caves in uh, China? Yeah. Okay. You know, and the thing that struck me, the most powerful thing was, okay, the caves are really interesting. Chinese government admits they don't know who created it. They have no history of it. The local people didn't even have any folk traditions about these caves. Um, But now we know there were 24 of them. But the first cave they discovered probably estimated 500 million tons of rock were taken out to create the cave. And the problem is, 
There's no waste rock anywhere. It was never found. So when you have something like that, it's like, wait a minute. This doesn't make any sense. Who could evaporate the rock? Where'd it go? And then when you look at the pyramids, you you ask the same question. We don't have equipment today that can lift those blocks. That's right. So we're talking about technological issues. How advanced would would that civilization have to have been whenever they did it? And it was more than 5,000 years ago. I'm convinced of that. Are you? I'm same, same. I'm in your camp. So I can't imagine what the technology was, and I don't think anybody has so far. Why did they build it? Well, Chris Dunn is on to something. I'm not, I don't totally know that he has all the answers. I doubt that he would claim to. He claims it's a power plant. Right. That's right. Which, at the very least, his concept and the, and the data he's presented makes people think. Makes them look at it not as a passive object, a tomb, which is ridiculous. You know, a four million ton tomb. <laughs> it's just silly. And frankly, that's, I, I can only laugh at the things that historians and archaeologists say even though I don't find it funny. It's too serious because... Unless the pharaoh had a great ego, right? Even if he had a huge ego, the question to me gets back to, where are the tools and how would you do it? With And I know what the tools they claim were used, and they're ridiculous. You created a precision-engineered, you know, 48-story tall stone pyramid using Stone Age tools? Are you, I, I don't think people realize that's what the ancient Egyptians had. Or 100,000 Egyptians pulling the rocks? Silly. There's no Just way. Silly. Because you take, the most, you take the most difficult task, which was to get 70-ton blocks, 150 feet, vertical feet up in the air. That's what you have to do. Well, how are you going to do that? There's no amount of slaves, because I don't care if you built a ramp. There wouldn't be enough slaves that could go up the ramp and turn to pull it, to pull it up. They couldn't lift it off the ground. And then they talk about the poured theory. Do you know how much mud they'd have to make to make that it kind of stone? Right. It doesn't solve the problem, right? No. It's it's illogical. It really is. You know, maybe there. I kind of look at things. Sometimes it's it's pretty simplistic, but on one level, there seems to be two types of people. One are the the problem solvers. Everything is a problem to be solved. The other people look at the mysteries and realize they really are mysteries. Instead of trying to come up with, you know, artificial, nonsensical solutions to everything we see, they say, you know what? It's a mystery. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. 
featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. 